Have you ever seen one of those African monkey traps? They look something like a birdcage with the vertical bars. And the bars are just far enough apart that the monkey can slide his hand through. And then at the center of the cage, a nut is placed. Monkeys like nuts. And so the monkey will slip his hand through the bars and clinch the nut, creating a fist. But his fist is too big to pull back through the bars. And he's trapped. He won't let go of the nut and go free. Now, you see, the point is that if you're going to shoot free throws, you've got to bend your knees. If you don't bend your knees, you're going to be like Shaquille O'Neal. You'll never make free throws. <laughs> I seem to see some confusion on your faces. Why? Why is that? Well, if the point was supposed to be about basketball, about free throws, then the story should be consistent with the point, right? The story exists for the sake of the point or the conclusion. No matter how interesting or unusual, exciting the story may be, if it doesn't coincide with the conclusion, then you're left in confusion. You could think of the punchline of a joke, for example. I just heard one about tomatoes. There were two tomatoes walking along, but one was lagging behind. The one in front turned around, squeezed the other one, and said, Mustard! Of course he didn't say mustard. He said, catch up. <laughs> the story exists for the sake of the punchline. The joke exists, exists for the sake of a laugh. If you mess up the story, then you're going to mess up the laugh. Or think of a tool or a gadget. Maybe a cell phone that constantly drops calls or a computer that won't start up or a barbecue grill that won't light. You begin to wonder, why do I even have this thing? Why do I even put food on the grill or try to make a phone call? They don't work. They're not fulfilling their purpose. Their existence simply doesn't make sense. If I told this story about the monkey trap and then followed it up with comments on riches, on materialism, on treasures that can trap us, it would have made sense, wouldn't it? That conclusion is consistent with the gospel we heard and makes the monkey trap story make sense, right? If you don't know what the conclusion or the point is, then your story will be hit or miss. If it makes sense, it'll just be luck. Without a story consistent with the purpose, confusion and chaos will reign. Friends, when Jesus tells the story about the rich man who greedily hoarded the bountiful harvest for himself, and became trapped by his material riches, Jesus is suggesting that that way of living, of being selfish and avaricious, is not only inconsistent with the purpose of the harvest, but it's also inconsistent with the purpose of mankind's existence. The story of that man's life is inconsistent with the purpose for which he was created. His life was confusion and chaos because it didn't match up with the proper conclusion. This comes out in the original Greek because the phrase suggests that he was anxiously dialoguing with himself. 
what am I to do? I have so much stuff. I need more stuff. But how do I have more stuff? I know what I'll do. I'll build bigger barns and then I can have more stuff. Men and women, you and I, we aren't made to amass material treasures to spend our lives tearing down barns and building larger ones. If gaining the latest and the greatest is our goal, our lives, our stories will show that like the rich man's did. But clearly Jesus tells us that that is not the purpose of life. And to live as though it were to the degree that we live as though our, it is our purpose renders our life meaningless and confused. Life does not consist of possessions, Jesus says. Possessions exist for the sake of doing good to our family, of course, but for example, this can't mean spending a disproportionate amount of time and money on competitive sports for the kids, can it? How would that make sense in their overall story? What does that tell them that their true purpose is? Possessions exist for the sake of doing good to our family, but also to those whose society overlooks, to the poor and the outcast, to our parish, to keep the lights on and the bills paid, oh yes. But that's so that we actually have a space in this world where the purpose of our lives might be clearly stated and learned. Where else do you hear this type of message? What other place do you go to where it's spoken of? I'll never forget a woman who came up to me after a presentation I gave, which did have a little bit to do with tithing. Without any ostentatiousness or pride, she said, Father, my husband and I could have had a nicer house if we didn't tithe. But we believe in it. I think what they're doing they're saying to one another, you do not live on bread alone. You do not live on bread alone. There's something higher on you that needs nourishment here. I also just heard about a person who took a 76% pay cut to their salary to work for the church. Can you imagine that? When I was home, my nephew had a baseball tournament with a game scheduled for Sunday afternoon. Great, I said, I'll finally be able to attend. I never get to go to his games. At the last minute, the game was changed to Sunday morning. That was the only option for mass in that town. Bubba, my brother, said, looks like he won't be playing today. Doing good with possessions, with riches, which implies time, makes them make sense. It's the purpose for which they exist. They exist for mankind. Mankind does not exist for them, for the market, for the economy, for sports. Mankind, you and I, we exist for God. He is our purpose. He is that for the sake of which we exist. He is the point of our life story. To live as though he were not is the vanity of all vanities. It is the one way we could live our life in vain. So the question for all of us, it seems, is whether or not our stories are consistent or confused with the point, with the purpose of our existence. I mean, as it was for the rich man, so it will be with all of us. One day our life will be demanded of us. If that day was today, 
would the story, would your story thus far make sense? Jesus speaks to us today, encouraging us to have a life of meaning, which is had through a life lived according to our purpose, to what matters to God and what matters to God can only be good. Simply said, drop the nut and live. 